Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to our wondrous world. This world so full of wonders. With me, Helena Steiner Hornstein. You know, I'm so glad you tuned in. And thank you for being there. Well, it's Sunday, and it's somewhere in the middle of August. And uh, I'm looking out through the window, and usually it's sunny, it's beautiful, blue sky. And now here we have had like a gray sky for two days. This is so non-typical Florida. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. And you know something? It reminds me of Sweden. (laughs) That's what makes it so lovely. I actually enjoy it. It's so easy to work when you have this kind of gloom and doom outside, because inside I can create my own reality. And that goes to the subject also of today, how to improve your own self-worth. It's something we need to think about, all of us in this world. When I listened to the news this morning and had those news hours with all these famous people, and the opinions that they had about the situation in the world, about Afghanistan, you know, about politics, about the pandemic. It sounded so much of of a disaster that you really have to start to create your own reality. And, you know, first of all, it's very, very hard to please others. Don't even try to please others. If you want to have an opinion that is yours, but you dare not tell anyone else about it, tell it anyone. Tell it anyway. Because if this is what you really feel in your heart, stand up for that. Stand up for who you are. And even if, or even when, you cannot control circumstances in your life, You can't control the way you react to it. That's a a very, very good and simple rule. Follow it. Even if you cannot control circumstances in your life, and you must realize it's very, very hard to control circumstances, but you can control yourself and the way you handle it for you and the way you feel about it and act around it. So that's a very, very good ground rule. So this is our wondrous world. And you can reach me through blogtalkradio.com forward slash Helena. Usually you get to my show through my home sites, but they have been taken over by the darkness. <laughs> Would like They like to shine instead of my light. So they are now occupying my, my sites. I'm having a new site coming up, and I'm going to announce the name of that because I want to see that the security is on it before I even announce it too much. So um, I'm here. And also you can go to a podcast on your cell phone and just on search on the po- podcast app you put in Helena Margareta, and then you get directly to my shows. So this is how famous I am. (laughs) 
So just go ahead and you will get to it. So um, at the end of this show, you will find a meditation. And that's good and it's for free. And also, if you want to stay in touch with me, email me at dr for Dr. Helena Info. dr for Dr. Helena, my name, info short for information, at yahoo.com. Also, activale at gmail.com. Activale is the book company that is mine, which is A for Adam, C for Charles, T for Tom, I, V for Victor, A, L for love, E for Edward at gmail.com. Activale at gmail.com. Yeah, we have yet another day. Thank you again for being with me. And it's, of course, your choice to listen again and again, if you so please, because this show goes to the archives and we stay there forever, I would think. I hope so. As long as we have the show, and we just keep on filing and filing in my archives. So the shows will be on my in my archives on my on my homepage later on. Yeah, what do we do for self-worth? It's such a good question. I have said that again and again, and even says so in the Bible. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself, I think he says even. For some reason, they like to have this very old spelling and old talk in the Bible to make it more valuable somehow. So love you. And it's not selfish. But when you have that love and respect for yourself, I come back to this all the time. And this was self-worth. It means self-esteem. It means self-respect. It involves so many things. And this is what I always say. We get so stuck up on words. We have to call everything a certain word. And that has to be the right word for you somehow. It's like when someone says God. And you say it in a room full of 20 people. And you say, I believe in God. You will have 20 different minds who have a different mindset who God is and what God is about. And what I say about energy that I call God, for me, it's not a man up in the heavens. For me, it's a very, very strong and powerful energy that you have access to. I see this energy as a shiny light. And the best part of all this is this shiny light lives within you. Right now, right tomorrow, it lived within you yesterday. All you have to do is to connect with that power and wish for, make an affirmation of what you wish for or who you are to feel good about yourself and to improve your self-worth. Sometimes it's good to have affirmations, to keep on saying, I'm worth something, I'm unique, I'm special, 
And you know, sometimes people don't like it when I say to them, but you are special. You are unique. You know, when I buy tickets for the lotto, and I do at times for the kick because I think, well, here I have my two dollars, and I, I just like to wait for that day when I can look it up. And someone said, why do you do that? You know, there are like half a billion of people who want to do, who do the same thing and who also want to win that 500, you know, that half a billion uh, dollars. And I said, you know, it just gives me such a kick to do that. Because when someone said, oh, it's only one in a million or one in a billion who can win, I say exactly that. Yes, I am one in a billion. Why shouldn't I win? You know, the life I've gone through is one in a million or one in a billion. It's unusual. It is just my life. And that's the same with you. This is your life. You are unique. You are special. There is no one exactly like you. And sometimes when someone says, oh, it's wrong, that's a form of socialism that I don't like. And I'm not meaning socialism, but it's a form of kind of mass-produced thought or intention that I don't go for. No, you are unique. You might have a twin. So, okay, you look like someone else. But even, you know, when I look through twins, I see, my goodness, you have the same organs, you know, your organs look the same. You have one, the left one is bigger on your side there, and, you know, or he has a bigger nose. But inside, I can see, you know, your spine looks exactly the way, the same way from the beginning and so on. Yes. But, you know, we have this other part of us, that sparkle of energy called you, your higher self. That is absolutely unique, and there is no one else who is exactly the same. In my career, I've worked on 60,000 individuals one-on-one. I have not once seen anyone who has had the same blueprint as anyone else. It's just a fact. So don't say that we are all the same. And it's just our mindset that would change. Maybe someone would say, oh, our minds are all the same. You know, if we are this, we are, if we are a certain race or we're a certain country, you know, certain nationality, we are all the same. Yes, there is a kind of a ground trait for everything and everyone. It's like, you know, breed. You have a fox terrier. The fox terrier has a certain characteristics about it. But when it comes to the individual, each one is absolutely different from the other one. And that goes for all species, not only human beings, but also back into the animal world. I love comparing human beings with, you know, animals, because in a way we are always acting and reacting the same way. We human beings have different, you know, possibilities because we have hands and arms and your feet that we can, you know, and we have different needs from animals. But, you know, we are so completely the same. 
And when you go to all people of the world, we all have that light within us. Ah, but then, you know, when I see those websites that have intention of darkness, yes, there are some people who really have problems living with the light. And they want to destroy the light for everyone else also because they cannot find it. So they are not using their possibilities that maybe they were born with, although some have more of the light than others. And now I can hear someone say, oh, you think you have more? No, you know, it takes a kind of a repolish of the individual before you shine more and more. You have to sometimes go through many lifetimes. And then suddenly in all those lifetimes, you may have a disappointment and you forget your light in the next lifetime. But somehow at the end of that life, you might be put back on track again. And this is what I see a lot of. And that's why I feel at the end of our lives, it's important to bring with us the right energy into the hereafter. It's again what I feel an interesting thought, and I feel that's something we should also think about quite often. So, yes, I am unique and special. And I think this is a mantra that you can start to use. And sometimes when we lose our self-worth, we can get depressed, deeply, deeply depressed, and your heart can break. And this can be from, for lack of love or disappointment. There are those who have had good careers in their lives and then suddenly came to the point that what is this worth? Why should I do this anymore? And they lose all will to live somehow because now suddenly they have lost their self-worth. So please stay with your self-worth, whoever and wherever you are. I have to tell you about this animal story again, but we had uh, birds, and I don't like to have birds at home. I like them out in the trees, and I say that, and I like to study them and kind of connect with them and see how tame they can be. My husband, my American husband on the other side, uh, my third husband, who had this thing that he liked birds, but to keep them in the cage. <laughs> if that maybe says something about him, I don't know. But he, he brought home all those birds to start with parakeets, and you know, my daughter was very happy about it, but it all just ended up that they couldn't take care of them and I didn't want to take care of those birds because parakeets are hard to train and to keep in a particular place without the cage. So they ended up like being taken to friends or something like this. But then he started to bring back home parrots. And parrots, you know, they are fun. They talk. They have brains. They are remarkable creatures. So he brought home this little cute little parrot and she was unusual she was very pretty she was 
like um, I cannot compare with the size of a small dump, a little dump, but she was in, in different colors somehow. Not particularly pretty, but interesting looking and very nice eyes and big beak. And she sat there and and I talked to her, but she wouldn't talk. But she was kind of okay. Then he brought home a big double-headed yellow nape. That's an Amazon. It's green and this big yellow head. And that was a big male. And those two became great friends. This parrot I could communicate with. And I opened up the cage and he came over to me or he sat on top of the cage and started to, you know, be the master of his domain. She wouldn't leave the cage that much. She waited for him to come back. And then again, you know, it was, you know, months later or maybe a year later, he brought back another yellow nape, an Amazon in a green parrot. The female. And now those two Amazon birds, parrots, became really chummy with each other. Immediately they kind of coupled up and, you know, sitting next to each other, chatting, blah, 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 the way they do. And the other little parrot was sitting there watching them and getting sadder and sadder. I could see that. And weeks went by and she hardly would eat anything. She had lost her position totally. She was now nobody. She had absolutely no worth to her anymore. And one day I found her at the end, on the floor of the cage with her legs up in the air. She was dead. I couldn't believe it. Why did that bird die? And my husband said, oh, maybe she has a disease. Take her to the vet and have an autopsy on her, see why she died. I had to bring that little bird in a shoebox to my vet and say, we need an autopsy for this little bird. Why did it die? <laughs> and this is what you have to do as a wife, you know. <laughs> so, so I brought this bird in and, and the man said, I told him a little about little bit about the story about the other birds. And he said, you know, I think she just died from a broken heart. She had lost all will to live, evidently. She found she had no more reason to live. So broken heart, he would put in this report. And this was fine. Now we had these two birds, and they were really fun. They talked like crazy. I taught them new songs, new sentences. And the strange part is I could have a really good but noisy conversation with those birds. They said good things at the right time. How are you doing? Oh, I'm well, I'm well. How are you? You know, (laughs) and it came back to that. So they are now fine. And eventually they had babies. And it's another long story. But they were free also. So they could be themselves all the time, that they could decide for their own selves what to do with their own lives. And I think this was made them so happy that even if they were, you know, in captivity, they would breed and have 
healthy, healthy, big babies. So, uh, and that is, what is the point about this for me to tell you? Well, even that if you feel you're alone, that this little bird, she felt she was alone and deserted. And I said to you, no, you are never alone. Even if you feel you're the only one in this world, you are never alone. You are never alone. Because within you, you have that feeling of being in a togetherness with the light. That is such a good point that when you start to develop this togetherness with something higher and better, you are invincible. I mean, no one can destroy you. You are strong. And that is what it means to have real, true self-worth. You are in harmony with you and the one that you truly, truly are. Who are you? I am the light. To have the self-worth is to feel good about yourself. It's an inner feeling. And you carry that inner feeling with you day and night. It's a kind of self-esteem and it defines you and who you are, not what others may think about you. And that is something we see with artists sometimes. They, particularly those who paint and write music and so on, they don't care what others think about them. They perform, they write, they paint exactly the way they feel. They want to show or share with the world. So this is again, you know, the point about you. You are more than you expect or believe that you are. So if you dare be the truth about yourself, that you have that shiny light within you. And in my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality, or as it is in Swedish, The Vita Ljuset, check them, <laughs> buy it. And I say that, read it. Because it talks about everywhere. Within me, there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that is, my inner light. That is the true me. That is, I am the way, the truth. This is what Jesus said all the time. I am the light. This is your truth. This is your way, the way you're meant to walk. In this, when you start to feel this way about you, you find your own identity. Yes, you have an identity. It's not only your name. Sometimes people change their names because they don't like their names. When I was something like four or five, I had a nickname, which was kind of cute. And mom, my, mom, my mother gave me that when I was born and I had survived, uh, I had survived uh, a difficult night where they had not turned on the heat in my room where they put me. 
and I almost died from overexposure to cold. Well, newborn baby, you know, with minus 30 degrees in the room, that's tough. But anyway, and she found that little name, and everyone called me that. It was kind of cute, and I, in a way, it would suit me now. <laughs> it didn't all these other years, but now, when I feel the way I do about myself, it will suit me. I'm not going to tell you the name, but maybe Sunday I would just pick it up. But then suddenly I felt, no, that's not me. I'm now growing up. I'm soon going to school. You cannot call me that anyway. And I told everyone. And people obeyed. They listened. So I got back to my real, my real name. And somehow that worked too, you know. So this about feeling good about yourself is the opinion you have of yourself. Sometimes when women marry and change their names to somebody else's name, it can be for good and it can be for not so good sometimes. Sometimes when you change the name into somebody else's name, let's say you were Smith before and now you're called Anderson. Your number combination is now different. So every time, each time you say your name, it gives a different frequency out in the universe when you say that. And that would change a lot about you. So that's something you have to think about also. Do you want to keep your maiden name? Or do you want to take on your husband's name? Or somebody else's name? So when people sometimes change their names for something else, it might be a good idea. So that's something it need not be the solution either. So think about that too. There is not only one solution for anything. Everything is a combination of things. And also memories make a lot of changes who you are. And then we should remember that even past lifetimes have something to do with how you feel about yourself. There are those who are absolutely terrified of just make some kind of attention or that people would start to observe them. And you cannot find out why they are that way. But when they come to me, I said, oh, that's in the past lifetime. We can change that for you. You can change the energy of past lifetimes. I do it all the time with my clients. It's very easy because everything is energy. Someone asked me the other day, what's the difference between self-worth and ego? I don't use that word, ego. But I know Sweden, my own original country, they use that word, ego, so much that it actually irritates me. And when they start to want to have comparison with ego and how you feel about the light in you, I said, please don't ever bring up that word ego again. I'm so tired of it. It's an intellectual word. But ego is, you have an ego and you have a self-worth, they're different qualities. When you have an ego, you want to show up in front of others. 
you want to shine. You want to make sure that others feel about you a certain way. No matter what, you will say and do anything. But when you have your self-worth, it's a turning within. It's a love that starts within you, in your own precious heart, how you feel about you. Among the many interesting people I have met in the world, and I know a lot of interesting people who are interesting again, they have come up with so much in their lives. And I noticed many of them have grown up in the country, you know, in the plain countryside. And I think that has something to do with that. I call myself a country girl, although I grew up also in the city, but we had the two places. So I was in the city a lot, in the big city, or I was in the country a lot. Of course, I enjoy both places. I'm not the suburbia kind of person, but I like cities. I like big cities and the pulse of cities. And I love the country. If someone asks me where is home, I always go back to the countryside in Sweden because that is what I call home, because I felt at home there. And as a child, I liked information. I liked knowledge. I walked around to those older people who lived at the edge of the big forest in little small homes and talked to them. They had so much to share with me of those secrets of nature, of the forest, of their knowledge. I could just sit and listen to them for hours. And there were such believers in their knowledge and so trusting in what they had experienced out in nature. And I think to have your right feeling about yourself, your self-worth. You have to have a certain kind of faith or trust in something more. And that was what they had. They had seen and experienced things out in nature. And they felt very, very comfortable about that. They wouldn't go to town and tell everyone about them. They would just be laughed at. But they knew what they knew. They had experienced what they had experienced. And this is exactly the way I feel about my trust and my belief and what I feel about nature. I feel that there is something out there that knows more than I do with the limitation of my human mind. My human mind so much in the limitation. It has been programmed by the limitation of those minds out there who've been trying to control us. This is what it is. But you and your mind is absolutely unlimited. So look at that again. So anyway, and those so-called simple people in the countryside, they would tell me about the spirits of nature, about, in quote, little people, about the energy of the trees, 
about the flowers, about the birds, about everything alive. And it was so normal to hear what they had to say. So once we start to open up our minds, we will see new points of interest in our lives. You will go far away from depression and limitation. You will feel that, yes, there is a life there out there for me. You have no idea how much you may have to offer if you start to loosen up a little bit. You don't have to follow the restriction. If you want to write poems, write them your way. It doesn't have to find it doesn't have to be like following the schooling of a particular school. And the same when you paint. Follow what you feel that you want to bring out, that urge, what you want to share with the world. But, you know, it's not only that. You want to bring it out from you, in front of you, so you can enjoy your own work. So, this is me again. So, I think what we now should do, we should start to do the so-called meditation. My meditations are never, you know, written down. I always have paper and pen in front of me when I do these shows and write down little notes that come to my mind so I can bring it up. But in a meditation, I just receive and receive and receive from the big heart of the universe to share with you in your own heart. So use the information and begin to relax now more and more and more. Yes, I am a shiny light. You feel it and you know it. You close your eyes and totally relax your body in an instant. Your eyes are closed. You calm your thoughts in your mind, and your whole body is so relaxed, so very, very relaxed. I am a shiny light on this planet Earth. I am a shiny light in this universe, so full of possibilities, being there for me. And I'm now beginning to show this incredible power and what power can do for me and the world, this power of the light, this unlimited godly energy that lives also within me. And I have a feeling that this power within me of the light is shining more and more and more at this very moment. You relax and relax.
relax and relax and relax. You go deeper and deeper into your own self, into the one that you know you are. I am a physical being. I am also, I am the energy of being. And I live here in this world where I can begin to live a world of love and light. You are so relaxed now. So completely, completely relaxed. I am a shiny light. I am here to shine. I know who I am. I am strong. I am better than ever as from now on and I will shine in my world. You feel it in your heart. You feel it in your shoulders and you feel how you want to share your life with the whole world. Your world. Because you live in your world the world that you have created in your own mind right now. You feel it and you know it. Yes, I am on the light. I am, I am, I am on the light. You feel it and you know it. You are so in tune with the one that you are. And you know now that you are special. You know now I feel good about myself. I know my master. My master is the light. The light will guide me through my life, through my problems. I do not clear I do not feel they have to spoil my life. And I clear this away right now. And you take a deep breath. You feel it. You know it. And suddenly, in your imagination, you find yourself in the beautiful, beautiful paradise garden. You feel all the flowers with their colors around you. You feel the energy of the flowers. You feel the energy of the green shining with that green healing energy around you. How precious your life is. How much you want to care about you in your life. I count. I am important. I'm special. My life is mine. Yes, my life is mine. I feel that I can. 
And I have now created my own identity of self-respect, of someone who has suddenly begun to understand. Yes, you begin to feel you belong to a certain level of importance where you shine and you are now defining yourself as I am the light. I am the light. I am the light. You take a deep breath. A big, big deep breath. I feel fine. I feel good about me more and more and more do I feel this endless love within me I want to share this love and now perceive within me I want to share my love and light with my world and send it out to this world and now in your mind You are sending love and light to all corners of this world, clearing away the darkness, clearing away those lower energies, those lower energies that do not belong in our universe anymore. We throw it all out. And now suddenly, you feel how you stand in a ray of white light. And that white light is all yours. You have a grip on that white light. Yes, the white light is shining around you. You stand in that white light like in a pillar of love and light. Take a deep breath. You feel so confident about being the one that you are. I am a shiny light. I love the light. I love. And you experience that feeling of love in your chest. It's like you are in love. And in front of you, you see these many white doves flying off the ground, up in the sky, up in the blue, blue sky. And you feel so good about you. You feel so terrific about you. You feel like something has happened within you. You want to share your love and light with those who are close to you, the members of your family, your pets, with the world, and with that part of the world where they really, truly need this love and light. I am the shiny light. I am the truth of love. I now recognize 
I am the light as an energy in my life. And now slowly, slowly, you leave where you were and you come back to the here and now. One, two, three, six, seven. And slowly you stretch your body and smile and open your eyes. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein. You can reach me at drhelenainpo at yahoo.com or at activeail at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone. Take care of yourself. See you next time. Bye-bye.